Sharpton. Carl Nelson. Carl Nelson and Bev Smith. News Talk 1458 WOL 95.9 FM. The views and opinions of the following show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of News Talk 1450 WOL, Radio 1 Incorporated, or their management. Welcome back. Welcome to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell, part two. Um, welcome back if you were listening earlier from 8.30 to 9. And welcome if you just tuned in. This is Law Talk. I'm your host, Attorney Ethel Mitchell. And each week, uh, we aim to empower you by bringing you information and guests who... Uh, know the law or no finance. In this instance, the legal, you know, law intersects with business in many, in every way. And I am very pleased to have Attorney Crystal Edwards back on the program with me today. Welcome, Crystal. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me back. Ah, my pleasure. My pleasure. She, if you go to the website, lawtalkwithethelmitchell.com, and search for Crystal Edwards, she was on our program in May That's correct. Uh, of this year. Uh, one of her subspecialties is employment discrimination, and or discrimination period, but employment discrimination in particular. And she had an excellent program um, on that we got a lot of calls about, so we repeated it uh, also. So please go there and you can listen to her as she talks about that particular subject matter. Uh, I've asked her to come on again for a very different reason because another one of our subspecialties is health care. Uh, Crystal has a very unusual background in that <laughs> she's a biology major in college, uh, University of Memphis. She's got a Bachelor of Science. She's got a Master, I'm sorry, of Science Biology, a Master of Science Biology at Tennessee State University in Nashville, a Master's of Science of Public Health <laughs> at Meharry Medical College, okay, and then a JD, a Juris Doctorate, the law degree, with a health law certificate from St. Louis University School of Law. So that's quite an interesting background there. It is quite, quite look for a while. I guess I was a uh, um, favorite to be like a, a, law, a student. Just love going to school. Love going to school. But clearly you also loved health care, science, things of that sort. Uh, definitely. Okay, okay. Well, um, you know, as we say on this program all the time, law is powerful. And it affects everything that you do. And if, if you're a regular listener, you will learn that lawyers do all kinds of different things. Exactly. And so it's always interesting and to me important to bring you different kinds of lawyers. People only think of law like Perry Mason. Right. You know, right. or Johnny Cochran or, you know, like criminal law. That's the only time when you see lawyers. And one of the reasons why I started the program was to try to share the, the, the breadth of different kinds of law that there there is and and 
all the different areas where we impact people's lives. Right, right. So today, uh, but let me do my usual. Law is powerful. It can help you or hurt you. It impacts everything you do. What you don't know can hurt you, and what you do know can help you. So we're trying to empower you by enlightening you and bringing on professionals that know the law, work in it all the time. We also bring on finance professionals. And today, you're kind of beginning the the a new emphasis that I'm, I'm interested in bringing to my audience, and that is the legal and practical side of doing business. Okay. Okay, because I'm becoming more and more aware that a lot of people have great ideas. They just don't know where to start. They don't know how to start. Or they start and then they run into a roadblock and they don't quite know how to get over it and they stop. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. so more and more I think I'm going to also bring in uh, people, sometimes business people, you know, to talk about the practical sides of business. How did they get started? What were some of the roadblocks? How did they overcome them mm -hmm. so that people can see and learn how to do it? Because uh, I think that's important. Now, today I asked Crystal to come in because one of the things that she does a lot of is to advise people who want to open senior assisted living facilities. And, you know, I don't know if you all know, a lot of people know that as people get older, in our society now, instead of being cared for at home, more and more people are being placed in assisted living facilities. And until recently, even I thought, because I sometimes will go to clients um, in these facilities, I always assumed that they were big, big facilities or relatively large facilities with 50 or more people, you know, more of a institutional kind of setting and that that was it that was all that there was out there and and then i went to a really nice home like facility in temple hills um to meet some clients some you know who had moved there after they were no longer able to stay in their own homes it was one floor uh it was in a normal neighborhood, very nice neighborhood with, uh, you know, Temple Hills has a lot of places. It has big yards and so on like that. And, and, you know, it just looked like any other house on the street, a little bit larger, but that was about it. Uh, there were no, you know, two, three, four, five stories, anything. And when you drove in, you know, the driveway could park maybe four or five cars, but even that four or five stories, anything. And when you drove in, you know, the driveway could park maybe four or five cars, but the, even that wasn't necessarily unusual. It had a regular curb, and, and it looked like a regular house. And when you walked in, then I realized it sort of spread out. Uh, I was meeting my client, and they had a large room where we could meet with his family uh, and, uh, uh, and, you know, around a nice big table privately. And we were able to talk. The family came in. We talked. We joked. I knew them for um, several years. And then we took care of our legal business that we had to take care of. Mm -hmm. But I was really struck by how warm and caring and family-like the facility was. You know, it wasn't just an institution that was just, you know, people were just there. Right, right. Well, healthcare has... 
has evolved over the last 10 or you know, 15 years where all of the end of life um, choices um, have grown from instead of being in, institutionalized, you know, now yeah, that's pedals, the word, institutionalized, you yeah, know, and, and you know, with the, you know, I guess with the the white coats and the, yeah, you yeah, know, the they didn't formal, have any of that, you know, yeah, you know, and and, and making making more, um, you know, what's a, a good word for it, you know, everybody knows, you know, death is coming, but mm -hmm. it just does not have to be so bad. Right, you know, like right. a, a negative type thing. Good. Um, it has evolved where, you know, people are able to stay in their homes, you know, uh, in around in some instances. Right, right, yeah. around, around family and friends. And then now, if they're not able to stay at home, then we have now these new assistant living facilities where oh. it is. it looks like a home. Um, you have your own, you can have your own private room. Um, there, you know, you can have, um, uh, if, if you need any kind of, like, medical assistance, in you know in your home if you still you know if your loved one uh, may be on a, a breathing machine mm -hmm. these facilities are able to house those type of uh, uh, medical equipment but okay. it is in a home environment in a home yeah that you was know, very family, clear right family and friends are able to you know freely come and go and see you um, a good example is you know if if you just like you know I think you were telling me if you have like a favorite you know ice cream Ice yeah, cream. Yeah. You know, if you have that favorite blanket or something that 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 you you know in, enjoy in, in your private home, in in most instances you are able to have those. It, it's just like you, it, instead of the hospital room, um, you are in your room with all of your you know if you like books, um, you know whatever whatever yeah you whatever like. is yes. important to right, you. Right. I was really impressed with that. I really was. So. What I want you to tell my audience, Crystal, is, or Attorney Edwards, what, how does one go about building a facility like that? Because I, I, I got the sense that there are retired health care people. There are people that would be excellent at doing this, uh, but how would you even get started? Because it can be very lucrative and it's you know it's a kind of business that's growing i mean baby boomers are getting older and we're going to need and we're going to want these kinds of facilities rather than the institutionalized facilities i i would think right. you know if, if you have a choice you would rather be in a warm environment than in an institutional environment if at all right. and so i would think that there's a big market for this so how would someone get started with this if you wanted to do it well first i think um as in uh, any business and you know a lot of people have a lot of ideas first i would say try to find a a mentor another facility possibly mm. that um you know uh, um would, would, you know, it's kind of doing the, the same thing that, that you would like to do. That's um, a good idea. Right. Yeah. yeah that would be that's the good first in general. Thing. Anytime you want to do business, go with somebody that's already doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. And then once once you find that out, it may then figure out exactly what you want to do. Okay. Um, and then... The first thing, uh, healthcare is something that is extremely regulated now. Okay, um, there's a lot of laws around it. Exactly. Yeah. Compliance. Uh, I tell everybody, uh, healthcare law is basically law. It's the, the same contract. Um, 
law that we, uh, we see all the time. Exactly, exactly. But, but, but it's heavily regulated. Heavily regulated. Right, okay. Right, right. When we come back, uh, uh, Attorney Edwards is going to continue. I'm also going to give out your contact information, and we're going to give you some more good information on how you proceed in this particular area, and also it's sort of a general notion of how you proceed in any business, but particularly in this one. Okay, so stay right. tuned. Stay tuned. We've got to take a break. You're listening to the most powerful voice in talk radio, 1450 WOL, where information is Spend Labor Day weekend enjoying live concerts from your favorite musical acts, a, a stay at a four-star luxury resort, and the chance to ride Universal Studios' newest attraction. Join us at the 2017 All-State Time Joint Family Reunion for an unforgettable event just for African-American families. Maxwell. from Living Single, Family Matters, and What's Happening. And a Sunday full of inspiration with Fred Hammond, Willie Moore Jr., The Williams Brothers, Jacqueline Carr, and have the family vacation you always wanted. Labor Day weekend. Visit blackamericaweb.com or call 407-248-9191 to book it. The negligence of another can cause injuries affecting the rest of your life. The insurance company will try to minimize your claim. You can be compensated for medical bills, lost wages, and permanent injury. The McDaniel Law Group is dedicated to getting compensation for their clients. If you, your child, or other loved ones have been injured due to the negligence of another, take us a court with you. Call the attorneys at the McDaniel Law Group at 202-331-0793. That's 202-331-0793. Brian K. McDaniel principle. Allergy sufferers? The name's Nigel. I'm a well-educated owl, therefore well-versed in the difference between what's wise and unwise. Talking like a pirate on a job interview. Unwise. Using new Zizol for 24-hour relief of your allergy symptoms? Quite wise. In a clinical study, 90% of allergy sufferers who use Zizol felt powerful 24-hour relief after just one day. So for continuous allergy relief, don't be unwise. Be wise all. Take new Zizol. Use as directed. Welcome back. Welcome back to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. I'm your host, Attorney Ethel Mitchell. And we're talking with Attorney Crystal Edwards about how do you go about starting an assisted living facility? So uh, uh, continue. Talk, talk to us about this, please. All right. And then the first thing you need to do, you need to go to your state uh, health care uh, agency or state um, department of health. Uh, each state has their own set of, of rules, and so you need to go to them first and then meet with the actual person that you will uh, get your license from. Okay, and, and uh, Crystal is going to give us the links to the uh, health care 
persons that you need to talk to right. in their offices for Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Correct. And I'm going to ask uh, my, my producer, Ms. Uh, Faircloth, to post those on the website, on the program, on the page for this program. So please go to lawtalkwithethelmitchell.com. You know, after the program, give us about a day, and we're going to have the links for Maryland, D.C., and Virginia to the offices and the persons even that you would contact. So what do you do there? What do they do and what do you, what are you looking for? Right. So they're, they're going to give you the basically the roadmap. They're going to give you the checklist of everything that you need to do to pass their uh, licensure uh, certificate program. Mm -hmm. um, and that is they're going to give you all of the laws, all of the compliance uh, areas that, that you need to follow. Um, and basically, you know, the application um, and answer any questions that you may have. Now, I recommend everybody, once you do that, that needs to be your Bible. You need to study and learn and know that period. Mm -hmm. um, and once, once you start getting, once you get that, uh, what laws and everything that you need, the very next step needs to be to secure financing for it. Because um, so you want these facilities um, can be costly. Um, you've got to eventually hire your staff, um, those type things. And so you want to make sure that when your facility is ready to go, the financing is never, it's not going to be a problem right, right, right. with that. Are there professionals that can help you with that, with putting numbers together, with uh, getting the whatever you need to convince the banks to loan you the money i mean are there people that can actually help you do that because it's one thing to have the idea to have the heart even to have the money and the credit but you may not have the ability to write it out and and you know make it work on paper that you need to have in order to secure financing what kind of professional helps you with that. Right. So that would be a, a commercial, I would recommend starting with a commercial um, realtor or okay. a commercial uh, company, but make sure that they have uh, the background in healthcare facilities. Okay. Um, again, Specifically. Right. Right. Yeah. Again, I'm telling you, uh, healthcare is, is a specialized area. It's, it's, it's general law. However, healthcare is, again, I keep saying it is heavily regulated. And so, People are specialized in that area, and okay. this right, and this commercial person is going to actually is going to tell you um, uh, about what you need, exactly what you said, what what type of um, you know credit, exactly uh, what you need to say in your loan application. They're going to actually tell you uh, what areas um, that you can actually open up this facility because it, it is commercial, so it has to be zoned, um, you know, for that area. Um, and that's, you know, they're going to know to point you to the correct, like, city uh, count, city and county uh, government officials mm -hmm. that can guide you, that can with, guide you with, exactly okay. with, with, all, with all of that. And, and, and I will give out your phone number now because you need, they can start with you, exactly. it sounds like, okay? <laughs> uh, Attorney Crystal Edwards, her telephone number is 240 3122. Is that the right number? That's correct. And she's located in Largo, Maryland on Apollo Drive. Uh, her website is edwards-legal.com. That's correct. Edwards-legal.com. 
com. So uh, continue, Crystal. T- talk. I-, I suggest y'all start with her because she does this, and it sounds like a lot that has to be done to me. So because right. that's just the beginning. Exactly. That that's the very beginning. I uh, I do a lot of consultations. Um, I say I prefer to come in at the very very beginning uh-huh. so that I can tell you exactly where to go, uh, who to talk to, who to talk to, some of the pitfalls, um, those type things. Um, Generally, sometimes a lot of people will come to me kind of in the middle or toward the end. Um, Mm. And also, I I get a lot of, they have already opened up their facility, and now the government auditor is at the door or Ah. in their facility as well. So you're able to help people (laughs) even in that situation. Exactly, exactly. But I I prefer to come in at the very beginning so I can tell you how to not let the, you know, the auditors Auditors get to your door. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I know I I also, I had attorney George Gyro on, and he talked about uh, nursing home litigation, yes. which is partly, it's a medical malpractice mm-hmm. is part of that. And he talked about how any, uh, 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 what am I trying to say, any, not just complaint, but any ding against your record is it's public. Bad. Yes, it's, it's bad and it's public. Exactly. And how people can go and, and see what it was. Right. And, uh, right. and I, I'm glad you, you mentioned that because that is one of the reasons um, how the assistant living uh, this is kind of grew because we had a lot of abuse in like the regular nursing homes and mm-hmm. so a lot of people were looking for alternatives to place oh, their see. loved ones uh-huh. and so if you think about it you know versus again something that's institutionalized where you know they're frequently uh, understaffed um, we have a high yeah. high rate of abuse in, yeah, in those type patients, right? And then you got the visitation hours and, you know, those yeah. type things. Yeah. So uh, that, that's one of the reasons why this assistant living has grown. So now it's in the house environment. Uh, most of the time it is, you know, a low population, maybe, maybe, maybe 10 you know, but yeah, this that place had like six or seven. Right, right. Which I it, thought was wonderful because then they could really take good care of six or seven people. Exactly. So so it is very, very probable that you may have a three-to-one ratio, That's meaning wonderful. like three health care uh, providers versus every one patient. That is and, really good. All right. And a lot of times in facilities, you know, it's the other way around. It's a one to three. Yeah. You know, yeah. or one to ten, you know. Yeah. And, that is and, really good. All right. And a lot of times in facilities, you know, it's the other way around. It's a one to three. Yeah. You know, yeah. or one to ten, you know. Yeah. And that. Yeah. And so, and that opens up the door to abuse. And then, you know, your, your loved one not getting the proper care. You and know, that's that serious that care. Exactly. Exactly. Serious care. You can call in if you have questions about this. I think it would be a good time if you wanted to call in to 1-800-450-7876. 1-800-450-7876. When we come back, we're going to get more specific about the kinds of things that you have to know about, do, be careful about, and so on. So please stay tuned, and Attorney Edwards will be right here. We'll be right back. Voice and Talk Radio, 1450 WOL, where information is power. 
Saturday, September 16th at the New Horizon Christian Faith Church. It's an evening of worship and praise as New Horizon celebrates Dr. Charlene Monk's 33rd pastoral anniversary with a special concert featuring Luther Barnes and the Sunset Jubilaires. Yes, it's Luther Barnes and the Sunset Jubilaires in concert. Saturday, September 16th, 5 p.m. at the New Horizon Christian Faith Church. 7752 Landover Road in Landover, Maryland. And you just have to be there as Luther Barnes comes to sing all his favorites. Donations just $25. Order your seat online today at newhorizoncfc.org. Or stop by the church office today, Tuesday through Friday, and on Sunday mornings to get yours. Don't miss Luther Barnes and the Sunset Jubilees in concert Saturday, September 16th, 5 p.m. at New Horizon. For more information, call 301-772-5496. That's 301-772-5496. Don't miss it. Chateau, Chateau, Chateau Remix. Hi, this is the Moon Man. Remember the good old days at the Chateau? But the Moon Man is back at the Chateau with a brand new show, live in person, The Soul Generation. Also, Vance Fields and his stylistic review, doing a tribute to the stylistic. This is Vance Fields. So Lady Mary and Bang, Jim Bitt and his big bad thing. Also introducing Roger Chapman as he introduces brand new CD. What a show, what a show. And great tickets is $35, more at the door. Tickets on sale at the Chateau Remix and online at eventbrite.com. This week's show takes place at the Chateau Remix, 3439 Benning Road, Northeast Washington, D.C. That's on Saturday night, October the 21st. Doors open at 7 p.m. The show begins at 8. For more information, you'll be called 443 Chateau, Chateau, Chateau Remix. It's going to be a big one. Hello, everybody. Time to focus on your dental health. Tune into the Healthy Teeth and Gum Show with Dr. Peter Marai every Monday at 12 noon. It's time to take back control of your oral health. Diseases of the gums and teeth can cause major health problems and even death. So be sure to tune in every Monday at 1230 right here on WOL, where information is power. If you have dental needs, contact Dr. Marai at 301-567-9844. This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former BMW, Mazda, Subaru, and Toyota owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to autoairbagsettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's autoairbagsettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. From your corner of the block to your corner of the world. world. Let your voice be heard. WOL News Talk 1450 AM 95.9 FM and worldwide. Welcome back. You're listening to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. I'm your host, Attorney Ethel Mitchell. My guest is Crystal Lewis. I'm, I want to keep calling you Crystal Lewis. I'm sorry. <laughs> Attorney Crystal Edwards. And we're talking about how you open and operate an assisted living or assisted health care facility. And during the break, she mentioned that sometimes people convert either their own homes into a facility like this that may take three or four or five people, or they may buy homes already right. built in neighborhoods that they then turn into these kinds of facilities. Right. Is that right? Right. That, that's correct. This is simpler since this is a, uh, a home setting. Uh, most uh, assisted living 
uh, facilities, yeah, they are, you know, places where um, uh, people just bought a regular home. I have a couple of clients that have a, what we consider, I guess, a mansion, you know, five bedrooms or more, mm-hmm. and they purchase that home, and uh-huh. then they, you know, work with, of course, the architects and work with the zoning guidelines and everything and made all of the proper corrections and renovations within that home. Okay. Um, and, you know, and, permits and, and exactly. licenses and all like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and then most of the time this place, it, it already has the nice living room setting. It has the nice kitchen. It has, yeah. the, you know, like the, the outdoor area, maybe like, you know, a balcony area, um, those type things. And so it is already that home that homely feeling feeling and right. all you have to do is just put in you know the patient care needs okay okay mm-hmm. but you got to have all the different permits and the licenses and the zoning and the, oh yes all oh, that yes. kind of oh, stuff yes. and then then too if you're going to accept medicaid and medicare patients yeah right. talk to us about now, that yes, what that's that, all involved now with. that's that's a whole other beast <laughs> yeah. Itself, yeah which is which is why i always recommend that you always have um an attorney attorney, uh, make sure you're in your commercial yeah. real estate person that has this health care background. Um, it is very, very different from, you know, from just the regular regular business. Right. Yeah. Because your you, family lawyer can't do it. Right, okay. Right. Sorry about that. But <laughs> I, and I do not ask me to do it. Sure. <laughs> okay. But you really That's want correct. a lawyer that that has experience in this area. Right, right, right. And, and, and you know, it, it, it sounds like I'm not, you know, I, I don't don't want to make it sound that it's so complicated and you know to can't tear down somebody's dream or whatever but it just makes it easy for you to fulfill your dream if you have somebody that has that specialty you know in that background it just makes it easier yeah because i would imagine there's a lot of paperwork oh in, yes in oh my god dealing gosh. with the state and dealing with medicaid and dealing with yes. medicare yes. and Yes, a it lot is. of reporting that needs to be done. Right, and they will do their own audits. You know, yeah. Well. So, so you you're gonna be. have you're gonna have the state coming in and doing audits, and then you're gonna have your insurance providers as well as doing right. audits. Right, you gotta deal with insurance right. too. Right. right, exactly. So I just think you know, I mean, it, it is. It seems like it's a lot, but it's but but it's not. Because remember, it is. You know, you're taking care of a of a person. You're taking care of your you yeah, know your loved ones. And, you know, you want to make their, you know, end of the life, end of life, you know, enjoyable, comfortable, and make sure that they have access to their families and friends and they don't have to, you know, stop anything. Um, you know, that they used to do just because they, you know, may be on, uh, you know, cancer. They may have cancer going through those treatments or, you know, not as mobile, not as mobile as as they used to. Does the home provide transportation for those yes. kind of treatments? Yes, you know, the, the, the today now um, they they will provide their you know, transportations to and from their uh, doctor's appointments. You know, the physical therapy appointments, those wow. kind of things. Um, as well as you know, let the family come in and you know and take them and take them as well. Right. And right. It really the 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 it's one a lot. Of, right. One of the beautiful things about this is that it can be customized to each individual. Okay. Um, and Patient. so okay. right. So you know, so the person may they may have um, uh, just limited liability, um, limited mobility. I'm sorry. Maybe uh-huh. you know, and you know they just need need assistance with you know the uh, bathing 
mean, you know, those type things. Right. This person be be there, and so they they would have a few more options and be able to do more things. And then these facilities can also be customized to somebody that is on, uh, you know, a breathing treatment, uh, okay. breathing machine all of the time. Wow. Um, and not mobile at all. Um, so you need to have an administrator that has experience in managing all of those different facets of care it sounds like exactly most of the uh, i guess i would say uh, successful uh, assisted living they are owned and operated by people that have a health care background whether that's a nursing technician physical therapy a nurse a uh, retired physician um, mm. but they have some type of health care uh, background, background because right. the, these patients are disabled or you know they have yeah. their own some type of uh, health care um, guidance or whatever right. so so they do need uh, you know health care this is not what about hiring people I've had people complain that the staffing is not always appropriate in some of institutions I've never heard that in but I haven't, I have, you know, I've only had limited exposure to the smaller health care facilities. But how do you identify good staffing? Right. Well, you definitely want to screen your staff. And uh, one of the uh, criteria that the most state and city uh, agencies have is that those background, those uh, employees have to have a background check. That includes mm. a, that includes a criminal background check. That also includes their. They have to meet a certain minimal health care um, experience. Okay. To actually work, so they have to, to actually show work that in these. They have had experience working with these kinds of patients well well just something just something in in, in the in the healthcare field so we have like a lot of like nursing technicians uh -huh. um uh, physical therapists and then you know the can you send them for training oh definitely definitely so there are places and schools that will train people how to bathe people for example how to pick them up if necessary i mean lift them in the wheelchair, how exactly. to transport them, and so on. Right, right. And and then, of course, uh, with nursing with the proper assistance, you know, like giving medication. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Exactly, exactly. And then you have, the, and then the good thing, you can have your, uh, have a cook as well. Well, you, you have know, to, yeah. And that one is, uh, right, and then so if you have certain nutritional needs and, and right. limitations, you know, you're able to do that as well. Um, and I would just recommend, you know, that you always, always, every day think about uh, compliance, you know, with that. Yeah. And so that's why you always need somebody, your, your, your administrator uh, definitely has to meet all of the state um, and insurance um, criteria to right. even work in this facility. Wow, wow. You're listening to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. I have attorney Crystal Edwards uh, with me. Uh, she's talking to us about how do you open, manage, and operate a assisted living facility um, in a in a home-like environment is is really where we're kind of emphasizing and, and putting our focus today. We're, she's going to give us the links to the offices in the various states in the metropolitan area where you can find basic information and get started. Now, during the break, you mentioned something about people being able to get care at home first. 
and then later coming into a facility. Can you tell me more about that? Right, right. Well, sometimes in, instead of um, the first option to actually go into an assistant living uh, condition, unless that is the, the doctor's orders, but sometimes people, they're, they're not at that stage where they uh, need to be pulled completely out of the home. And so you have uh, several companies that, you know, provide home health care services uh, where they can actually come in and assist you with the uh, general daily activities such as the eating, the bathing, those mm -hmm. type things. Uh, you may need a breathing treatment, something like that, and they are actually in the home. They can, you can hire okay. health care professional, yeah. professionals to come. And then now, in the recent, in the last few years, you have uh, services that are specifically geared toward your geriatrics. Yeah, that's and what those. we have for mother and dad. Exactly. And we still have some daddy. Yeah. Exactly. And so yeah. then, then one of the good they things. They come so, in every day. Right, right. They can start and assist even if dementia starts to happen, you know, with those as well. Uh -huh. They have that specialized training, you know, with that. Uh -huh. uh, but, however, one of the things I want to mention uh, in with that is I get a lot of questions about um, how do I so now I have my assistant living yeah you know, assistant living facility so now how do I get my patients my my residents actually yeah. to come to me yeah. and so one of the things that I I kind of recommend um, that they um, uh, you know get to know some of these health, home health agencies and yeah. some of these um, you know. Um, uh, places where they actually staff and put people in um, uh, their employees in the clients' homes um, because they're going to know at well, you know, some point, at point, you know, mom and dad will possibly need to come out of the home to get right. the proper right. uh, treatment. Right. Um, and so, you know, so that is a way to try to get your clients in as well. And one one point, you know, we, we keep saying the, you know, geriatrics and our, our baby boomers, but assisted living facilities, they can actually, it's no age limit uh, or, hmm. you know, a prior. So I'm let's just say, that. right, so let's just say if uh, you're 18 and you, it's no age limit. Uh, or, hmm. you know, a prior. So I'm let's just say, that. right, so let's just say if uh, you're 18 and you were, you know, paralyzed in a, in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, that's true. And so, right, and so that, that resident is, is also welcomed in these assisted living. In these living homes, exactly, too. Okay, exactly. Okay. You know, it's just know. tip of them. Yeah, it, I mean, the, the majority of population would be your baby boomer age, but um, I've had clients that actually had, you know, 19-year-old there. Wow, um, wow. You know, 30-year-old, you know, person. Yeah. Right, and so. I've got a good friend who who has a disease and he's paralyzed and I doubt that he's 50 years old. Right, exactly. And unfortunately, you know, I mean, uh, bad health care, bad, um, you know, uh, disease and everything, it just does not have an age yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and another thing now in the last uh, maybe 10, 15 years is something called respite care. And respite care, these uh, assisted living facilities can handle the respite care. What is that? Well. What is that? I, I have so an idea, but tell care, me. Right, so respite care is... Basically, um, and we see it a lot in the, your cancer patients where, you know, the doctor said it is unfortunately nothing else that they can do. Uh -huh. And or the person has decided that you know that we're not going to continue treatment and um, death is soon and inevitable. Oh, like hospice. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. All right. right. All right. 
I know that term. Well, right. Like that. So okay. much of that. And so respite care can um, actually be, is, is, is geared more towards like the caregiver for, for this person. So if you can, you know, you imagine that, you know, you have been at home, you know, taking care taking of this care person. Taking care of someone. Right, yes. right, right. And so when you are in an assisted living facility, they have, and you're already in like this home environment, uh-huh. um, they have specific programs for the caregivers to come in as well. To, oh, that's good. Right? And, you know, and so I've had, like, they've, they've had um, where um, they have, like, the um, people come in and you can get massages. You can oh, get that's nice. Done, yeah, you know, yeah. Those type things. They have, like, family outings that, uh-huh. that, that you can go to. You know, Very that's, good. That's Very good. Else that, you know, that, that they offer, you know, they offer. Because, again, you want to keep them in much as the home environment, you know, the, the, they're staying there in the yeah, community yeah, and those type yeah. of things. So they offer a lot of those uh, programs as well. That's good. That's good. Now, you brought the statistics on what the cost of this kind of care is in terms of what people are paying and the average in the country and then the average in this area. Do you mind sharing that with us? Right. So in general... I mean, it varies. We're just talking in general. Right. Yeah. Right. In general, we're talking anywhere from three to 5000 uh, per patient a, a, a month. Per month. Per right. month. And of course, in, in uh, D.C., it is closer to more like 8000 Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's D.C. is very expensive. Right. And then Maryland, it is right at about 4000 And then on the Virginia side... Um, it's a little under maybe like $3,800 a month. Okay. So. And that depends on where, what kind of facility, because I have clients paying 10000 a month. Right, right. And, you and, know, right. It's, and, and how, really you know, how, how big the facility is. Yeah. And then also, I'm sure if somebody's paying $10,000 a month, I'm sure they have more health care uh, issues that they need, you know, possibly as They well. do, but they all, it also depends on the facility. Oh, oh well, definitely. You know, definitely. they may have hairdressers and they get their fingernails done and they have you know all kinds of different things that they do right, uh, right. and and the facilities are more luxurious and more of whatever but mm-hmm. um yeah yeah exactly, exactly it happens it does happen wow this is really interesting because you know not we're all getting older and we have family members who are getting older and so knowing that a smaller facility may be available uh, uh, and then trying to my objective today was to give people ideas on how they can open these facilities because there's a need they can make quite a bit of money doing it while still offering a very important service to people and that's a that's that those are the two things to me that's important when you have a business that's, uh, that's really really important so health care is a true uh, labor of love as well as a highly regulated uh, industry mm-hmm. uh, what else would you say you would want people to know and by the way if you have questions about it from because crystal has has represented both sides of the aisle she has represented people who operate these kinds of facilities who build and operate them but she's also represented patients who have not been treated well at these kinds of facilities as well 
So give us some ideas of, and, and you kind of alluded to audits. Maybe that's really the better way to approach it since we're approaching it today from the perspective of what do you do when you want to operate a facility? What kind of audits do you have to be aware of and you have to, you experience? How does the state regulate this and is it just the state? Oh, you know, it's not just the state. It can be the state or, like I said, if you are receiving any kind of federal dollars from Medicaid, Medicare, or uh, sometimes their regular um, insurance will ask for an audit as well. In order to con keep your license and your certification, you have to go through it at least one audit a year. Mm -hmm. um, and they will come through and just make sure that you are operating the facility uh, within their guidelines. Um, they will review if you had any uh, residents or whatever make complaints. They're going to check your employee files to make sure that everybody is qualified to work there. So you actually have to have on file, like the background checks and the That's correct. show that you've actually done all these different things. Exactly, exactly. They're going to look at your uh, patient to uh, health care provider ratios. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to check, make sure, you know, the nutritional um, uh, value, nutritional meals for your clients are being uh, taken care of. Um, and, and all of those, again, that the at the beginning, remember I told you, you're going to start at your state agency. They're going to tell you exactly what they're going to be looking for mm -hmm. um, in that. And it's not just at the beginning. They're going to keep coming back and making sure that you still have all of those um, things in, in place. place. I guess you have to have also relationships with physicians that have patients. I mean, is that something that you normally would have, like a... Kind of a, either a standing relationship with one or I guess you're open to anybody's patients. Ex but exactly. Um, exactly. That, that would be um, um, one of the good avenues to continue to, to get clients. Because uh, a lot of times, because a physician can order somebody to uh, be placed in an assistant living. Ah, so they can, so if the physician signs saying this person goes to this facility, the insurance company is more likely to pay for it, I guess. Oh, well, well, definitely. Now, you can't, uh, in, in healthcare, one of the, the things that you cannot do is um, uh, have a uh, standing relationship with a specific, um, like another healthcare provider. You get into oh, some okay. antitrust laws, antitrust ah, issues okay. that way. See, you can't do that. it that way, right. Oh, right. right. So right. the physician can't own the facility? No. Well, they, they, no, they, they can't own, or I should okay. say, I don't they, know. I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't know. They, right, they can own one, but they can't refer their, like, their patients, patients to it. that. So that would be no. Now, I would say now, in, in definitely every assistant living facility has to have a physician on call. Okay. All right. Okay. So, you know, the All physician right. has to be on call. Yeah. And yeah, at some point, sense. right, the physician is going to come through and check your, um, your, your yeah, files. Your, your files. Exactly. And your patients, I would assume. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. All right. We'll take one more break, and then we'll be right back. This is Reverend Al Sharpton on Monday, August 28th. 54 years after Dr. King made a historic speech, I Have a Dream, where he addressed voting rights, jobs, 
and justice under the law. Join me and 1,000 ministers as we meet at the King Memorial in Washington, D.C., 10 a.m. that morning, and march to the Justice Department as clergy men and clergy women saying, don't be a dream buster. We will not let them turn back the progress made and the dream of this man of God. Go to www.nationalactionnetwork.net or call 1-877-626-4651 to be one of those 1,000 people of faith that will march. Harbor Point Wealth Management assists retirees and pre-retirees in the creation of retirement strategies utilizing insurance products and provide guarantees backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Are you confident that you won't outlive your savings during retirement? Studies have shown that outliving their money in retirement is the number one concern of most retirees. Karen Scott Mems, ESQ of Harbor Point Wealth Management can help. She can offer a retirement income analysis that will answer your questions about retirement, including will I have enough money to last? Will my spouse have enough money if I pass away? What rate of return will I need to average to avoid running low on money? And what impact would another downturn have on my retirement income? To get your income analysis, call Karen today, 866-621-6660 to receive your complimentary retirement income analysis. Call today, 866-621-6660. Hi, this is Karen Scott Mims. If you're interested in tax-efficient retirement planning, give us a call at 866-621-6660. Zero. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirabet on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Are you addicted to drugs or alcohol? Even if you think you might have a problem, call this number right now for free information. 800-610-4417. That's 800-610-4417. By calling the addiction rehab specialist, you're taking the first steps to recovery. Their advisors are ready to match you with a proven five-star facility right now. A call is free and the information is free. 800-610-4417. The federal government says you can have up to 90 days off work for treatment. And if you have insurance through your employer, it could mean little to no cost to you. This free call is completely confidential. Seriously, pick up the phone and call us now. Our advisors are standing by. 800-610-4417. 800-610-4417. That's 800-610-4417. 800-610-4417. Addiction Rehab Specialist is a network of independent treatment centers and placement services nationwide. This is WOL News Talk 1450 AM and 95.9 FM 95.9. Welcome back. We have just a few more minutes, and um, I just want to thank Attorney Edwards for coming on. Uh, again, her phone number is 240-232-3122. Her offices are in Largo, Maryland. She has many specialties, but in particular, health care is one. Uh, there are a lot of people who have a great deal of affection for uh, elderly or sick people, there are a lot of people who are in the healthcare field who may 
be looking for other avenues in which to practice their caregiving desires uh, and still make a good living because this is this can be a very lucrative field okay it is definitely a growing field um, and, and and that's partly why I wanted her to come on to talk about the specifics I want to thank you very much for for sharing this information with us you're very welcome yes yes and uh, I wanted to give people an idea of how do you start a business this happens to be a particularly regulated business exactly and so it's heavily regulated as it should be you know because there has been a lot of abuse in it but but most 90 percent of the time 99 percent of the time it's it's it certainly is providing a much needed service in a very humane and effective exactly. uh and and i like the smaller facilities not that the larger facilities aren't can't be loving and caring and because they can be certainly but this is an option that a lot of people may want to look into for going in as well as putting their loved ones in as well. Exactly. So next week, please tune in. Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell will have more good information for you. And in the meantime, please have a good and safe week. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you very much, Attorney Edwards. You're welcome. to the most powerful voice in talk radio, 1450 WOL, where information is power.